So the Life Podcast, and as always, every day, all day, today, I'm joined by my brother, Big John. L. John, what is good? What's up? Where are you at? Right here, brother. What's going on? What's going on with you today, Scott? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm always good. I'm always good. Um, you know, I'm really enjoying, you know, getting back on the mic, you know, with you on these on these podcasts. Before we get started, I just want to, you know, give a, 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 a big big you know bear hug style shout out to the street report podcast mr jeff Woodard. he has been you know die hard ride hard since the beginning of this thing man and he no always doubt. reaches no out doubt. always shows love you know he hit me up you know i'm sure he hits you up too man talking about how happy he is that, that we're back on the mic man i definitely i felt the love um, you know, this is something that we love to do, man. And you know, life throws these humongous curveballs at time and at times, and you don't realize, you know, in the moment of you know stress or whatever you want to call it, you don't realize that it's the little things in life, man, that kind of keep you going and keep you focused, keep you centered. You know what I mean? For me, it's 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 just making music and it's doing this show. You know what I'm saying? Chilling with you on the mic, man, and just kind of letting people into our universe. You know what I mean? So no doubt. Hey Jeff, man. Your message was heard. We're gonna keep pumping these episodes out, man. Even you know, even if it's just a few of y'all out there that are listening, to know that you know it's, it's appreciated. It's, it's you know it's, it's a big deal to us. You know what I mean? So, John, what are we gonna talk about today, man? Scott, listen. Let me let me put it to you this way. Okay. You ever like remember back in the day, right? Going to the amusement park was the best thing in the world, right? So I'm from Pittsburgh, PA, and one of you know in our amusement park is Kennywood. So, you know, Kennywood, home of the wooden roller coasters, you know what I mean? They're fast. They're, you know, they break your neck. I mean, they're great to ride when you're under 22. Mm-hmm. But after <laughs> after you get a little older, man, them freaking turns on the jackrabbit and the thunderbolt. And, you know, it's going to snap your neck. But uh, you remember back in the day, before going to the amusement park, right? You and your brothers and your sisters, y'all talk about all the rides you're going to ride, right? Yeah. And, you know, because I was one of the younger ones, they were always, ah, you're you're going to be too scared to get on the Thunderbolt. You're going to be too scared to get on the Jackrabbit. You're not going to be able to handle the racer. And oh. I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. You know, I'm talking trash. I'm talking trash. Okay. But then you get to the amusement park and you stand in that line and you're hearing that clink, clink, clink of the cars going up the track and everything and you're seeing it and your palms start sweaty you know they they start sweating you know it's the m&m line right you know what i mean mom vomit on my shirt already mom's spaghetti you know what i mean you're mm-hmm. that and that anxiousness that and you know all that starts to build up i've been feeling that about this episode since we talked about it. and now that we're here i gotta say scott this topic got me a little nervous okay why got me a little nervous because you know there are certain things when you when you talk about 
different people's lifestyles. Mm-hmm. And let me just be perfectly clear. Let's put a pin in that for just 10 seconds. Let me be perfectly clear about something. I don't care, like my grandfather used to tell me, what you eat don't make me shit, right? I don't care what you do. I don't care what you do. As long as it doesn't impact me, my family, I don't care what you do. Agree. How you live your life, your decision doesn't impact me whatsoever. Now, people may say, but John L., I see you on Facebook all the time talking about all sorts of stuff. You know what I mean? The new thing about the black, you know, Little Mermaid, and and I'm going in on that. I go in on politics, and I, but see, those are the things, those social conscious situations, those political situations are the things that affect us as a community as a whole. So they do impact me. So I do talk about those things. Yeah. But your personal decisions on your life as an individual, I don't care one way or another. You know? Now, if somebody wants to ask my opinion about something about their personal life, I'll gladly offer it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I never, I never met an opportunity to present my opinion <laughs> with, you know, some, uh, how they say, with bated breath. You know what I mean? I'm always looking forward to those opportunities. Hey, I, I couldn't, I couldn't say it better. You know, I really couldn't say it better. So, you, you wanna, you wanna mention the topic? You, you wanna announce the topic, or you want me to do it? Nah, man. You know, like I said, you know, back in the day when I. Used, First, the first time I jumped up on the Thunderbolt, I had to sit up front. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm gonna, right. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Let's go. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do the people of the internets as well as the 808 over there, so I'll just jump right into the topic. Today, like podcast listeners, we're going to discuss homosexuals and hip-hop. Why are we going to discuss homosexuals and hip-hop? Because right now, there's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of things going on out there with respect to Little Nas X coming out. Um, you know, everybody knows his, you know, smash, smash. It's a smash. Like it or not, it's a smash. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, I rocked it a few times. You know, it's fun hip hop. You can have fun with hip hop. You know what I mean? His Old Town Road, you know, made made that splash. And then he came out during Pride Week. So this is what sparked Scott and I to sit back and say, you know what? Because there's a lot of opinions out there. You know, hip hop's supposed to be masculine. It's about the culture, you know, it's about the African-American culture. And, you know, then you have people talking about, well, you know, homosexuality is destroying the African-American culture. And, you know, it's appropriating black males and black females to prevent them from, you know, appropriating and building up the black culture. And I hear all that. I read all that. I see all that, which is why we're talking about this right now. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So let me just... Let me just jump in here real quick. You know, I'm, I'm both eating the pool on this one, too. You know what I mean? Um, let me just start off by saying this. Um, you know, if we're going to talk about it, let's talk about it correct. You know what I mean? This for, just, for, just, for the, just for the, you know, the, the sake of this conversation, you know what I mean? There's been homosexuality in hip-hop since the beginning. You know what I'm saying? You probably just... Not, now, when I say you, I don't mean you, John L. Oh, I'm yeah. talking, I'm yeah. talking about you, the culture. You just probably didn't know about it. Why? Because... You know, he or she just didn't make that announcement. You know True. what I mean? I think you, again, not you, Janelle, I think you would be shocked to know that maybe even one of your favorite rappers is homosexual, right? Or bisexual. Just didn't make the announcement. You know what I mean? And I think, you know, at the end of the day, or even at the beginning of the day, it shouldn't matter. You know what I mean? What they do, you know, 
with their private life, with their personal life, makes no difference. And I go back to that conversation we had um, on the last episode about females in hip hop. You mentioned Young Ma as one of your um, as you know, one, of your, one of your players <laughs> off the bench. And I thought that was a very strong choice. I think, and I talked about that video, and I still can't remember the name of the song. It was it was a dope video, and in the song, right. she's rapping to, she's speaking to, you know somebody she's trying to holler at you know what i mean a, a potential mm-hmm. love interest and it was little shorty man and she was fine young ma that's her sexual preference and you know what she pulled it off it was a very believable natural feeling video it looked like any other hip-hop video i ever saw where the rapper was trying to hit you know trying to trying to get at you know you know somebody in the club or somebody on the street or somebody at at the, at, at the party you know what i mean LL, and, i need love hey it was it had that same type of vibe you know what right. i mean and it didn't look strange. It didn't look strange to me. You know, it was Young Ma. You know, we all know she's gay. She's never hid behind that. She's she's been straight up with who she is and, and what she's about from the beginning. So for her to have that video, it was kind of groundbreaking because I had I had never seen anything like that before. And I say that to say this, I didn't even think about it until probably months after I saw the video. I was like, oh shit. Right, right, right. It caught back up with you. Yeah, but you know what? I think we are where we are today. Today is July, whatever, the 8th, 2019. I think right now where we are with respect to, you know, social status and and social protocol and technology and whatever bullshit you want to call it. I think we are at a place where, you know, finally things are you know starting to become quote-unquote normal and acceptable do we have a long way to go i don't want to have that conversation about race right here in this episode you know what i'm saying but we have a long way to go still but you know the strides that we've made where we are more accepting of 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 people's you know sexual preferences is leaps and bounds as to to where it was even last year at this time you know what i mean without a doubt so yeah, young ma, yeah, much respect to young ma. I think the fact that you and I are even sitting here having this conversation speaks to that growth. You know what I mean? I don't know if you and I could have had this conversation, you know, at the beginning of the light podcast. Not because we object to, you know, their lifestyle preferences, but maybe you know we weren't courageous enough to pull an episode like this off. You know what I mean? Because of you know the ramifications or the perceived ramifications. But you know, big you know, much respect to little Nas, man, making that announcement in front of. A hundred thousand people, right? Right. You know, how many, right. you, know you, you know what kind of balls it takes to do something like that, man. You know what I mean? Well, at the end of the day, man, if I'm going to be who I'm going to be, then I'm going to be who I'm going to be. And you know, it seems as though Little Nas X he got that type of uh, guidance. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's being who he wants to be. I mean, when you look at people like Azalea Banks, right? Yeah. She's you know Frank Ocean, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. So. When you, you know, there's some underground rappers like Kevin Abstract, you know, Angel Hayes, and, you know, there are a couple other, you know, people that are out there as well. But I want to talk about, like, the Frank Oceans of the world and the Azalea Banks. I want to talk about the people like um, Will Smith's son. You know what I mean? Uh, there are many, and Jaden Smith is his name, right? Did he come out officially? Well, remember, it was like a year ago he made that tweet with respect to him and Tyler, the creator. I think and he's Tyler, though, man. I think well, right. Was, well, Tyler, know, the creator, also had put out some tweets with respect to his sexuality. So I'm bringing up these individuals because they're more on the mainstream, if you will. Yeah, right? I feel you. I feel you. Mm-hmm. But let me make this point first. Let me make this point first. When you look at designers and you look at 
you know, artists and things of that nature. In the art world, <laughs> let's just face it, there's a lot of homosexuality in the art world. Mm-hmm. And hip-hop is no different than any other form of art. No doubt. Because it is art. So if you're going to, you know, if we're going to sit here and say that hip-hop is an art and everybody agrees with that, then it's the natural progression of hip-hop. Like it or not, whether it's your preference or not, it's just the natural progression because, again, hip-hop is art. So when you, you're not going to stop wearing your favorite designer because he or she is a homosexual. Ah, they're just a homosexual. That's fine. You know, you're not going to stop, you know, some of you ladies out there aren't going to stop going to your favorite beautician because he's a homosexual. Ah, no, he does my hair great. So why is it that we draw a line in the sand when it comes down to our music? Yeah. I mean, because, and, and, and mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about myself, you know what I mean? Because back when I was younger, I remember when I first heard about, and I'm going to put myself out there, you know, so if you want to throw the slings and arrows, do it in the comments, keep it respectful, all right? Because you don't want to meet the other side of me, that's Smitty. <laughs> He's a little different than John L., all right? Yeah, I do suffer from MPD. <laughs> it's undiagnosed. It's, self, it's self-diagnosed. But anyway, back to my point, you know, when Luther first came out, Luther was one of my favorite artists. One of my favorite songs by Luther Vandross was uh, Bad Boy Having a Party. I would rock that song back in the 80s, man. I was in high school. That was one of my favorite songs, right? Because mm-hmm. my mom was always out of town, and I was always having parties at my house. Mm-hmm. Bad Boy Having a Party. When he first came out, I was like, oh, I ain't listening to Luther no more. I was young and stupid. You know, that I allowed that man's preference to come in between me and enjoying his music. You know what I'm saying? So now, fast forward to who I am today, and I sit back and I say, again, what my grandfather taught me, what you eat don't make me shit. Now, personal preference aside, because again, this is your personal choice. It's on you. You know what I mean? So if you're going to put it out there, then expect people to talk about it. I'll say that as well, because I hear a lot of, you know, people who support homosexuality, leave them alone. Leave them. If you don't, Put your business in the street. Nobody knows it to have a discussion about it. Yeah. But now let's have the other side of that equation. Let's have the other side of that conversation. So it's out there in the street, you know, irregardless of how it got out there, whether you came out the closet or somebody outed you, you know, uh, you know, using a, a, a situation beyond your control. The flack, where does that come from and why? If I could ask that question. Where does it come from? I'm talking about just in hip-hop. Now, again, I'm, I'm, I want to preface this conversation with, believe me when I tell you, you, your favorite, you know, your favorite athlete, your favorite artist, your favorite whoever, you know what I mean? They might be also gay. They just haven't told you. You see what I'm saying? Right. Because I don't think we are, from a maturity standpoint, you know, from a social maturity standpoint, I don't think we are at, we are getting there, but we aren't at, you know, a level where, you know, certain, you know, these individuals might feel comfortable coming out. But why? Where does that flat come from? Is it religious? Is it the, the so-called bravado? You know what I mean? That that is that, that that comes along with being a hip hop artist. I mean, let's have that conversation, which is the other side of the coin. Where does that flat come from? Well, I think you mentioned it with respect to the bravado. Mm-hmm. that is manifested throughout hip-hop, which is why it's very hard for female MCs to get that type of respect. You know, we talk about, mm-hmm. you know, sports as well. Right. And one of the biggest things, like, black quarterbacks have always talked about is don't call me a black quarterback, just call me a quarterback. 
The same thing that female MCs have talked about. Don't call me a female MC, just call me an MC. And that's one of the things I said about MC Light. And I, that's why I picked her number one. Because I said that her lyrics and everything and her delivery and everything like that, it almost makes you forget that she's a female because everything is so tight. And she's just a lyricist. Mm-hmm. So with the same thing with respect to what we're talking about now, and I don't want anybody to misunderstand what we're saying or what I'm saying. Let me just speak for myself. You know, there is no hate and or bashing or homophobia. We're presenting simple ideas and people's perspectives to have a discussion, not only between Scott and I, but also in the comments. So therefore we could pull back the veil because as Jay-Z said on 444, you can't heal what you don't reveal. So that's what this whole thing, this whole exercise that we're doing right now is about. Yeah. And just like we said on the last episode too, man, in order to push the culture forward, because honestly, you know, that's what this has got to be all about at the end of the day. It's got to be about that, about, about main, about number one, maintaining you know, or sustaining the culture and then pushing it forward, doing your due diligence to push it forward and, and to give it a status that it deserves. You know what I mean? And that includes all of us. All of us, keyword being us. You know, hip hop is not an exclusive fraternity or an exclusive sorority or some exclusive situation. It accepts all. You know what I mean? It accepts all. And that includes, you know, homosexuals. You know what I mean? They had made significant contributions to hip hop from the beginning. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, getting back to what we were talking about before, I think I agree with you about how, you know, some of this flack that, you know, that little Nas and, and I'm sure Young Ma is getting in her mentions has everything to do with the, you know, this this I want to say overrated perception that in order to be involved in, in, in hip hop, in order to be a rapper, you got to be street. You know what I mean? You got to come from the streets. You got to maintain that that personality, which ironically Young Ma does a fantastic job of doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I don't right. think I don't think you know. Again, I'm just gonna single out you know Young Ma, Lil Nas. I think they they exist on opposite sides of, of of the spectrum here. Lil Nas doesn't doesn't present in that way. You know what I'm saying? He he seems he seems to be you know clean cut. You know what I mean? Like you know you know young you know dapper whatever the situation whatever the case may be. He was courageous to to mix country and and hip hop the way he did. I think you know he you know he, he went into that. You know, not really knowing what would happen, and fortunately for him, you know, the song blew up on him. You know what I mean? Right. And, then, and just to make it clear, when Scott mentioned clean cut, everybody, he's not talking about like homosexuality is a dirty nah, thing. But what nah. he's saying is, Mm-mm. Little Nas X doesn't dress with the flair like a Liberace or something like that to yeah, let you know nah. what his sexuality is when you see nah, him. He doesn't dress like, like an Elton John. What he's saying is he he dresses nondescript. Mm-hmm. Good, Scott. I didn't mean to yeah, cut you yeah. off. No, there, no, no, no. I'm just saying that you know. I think, you know, again, just, just kind of restating what I already said before, you know, in order to get it on that stage with Molly like that and to perform that country song and Molly, you know, she got her roots in, in, in country music. I think that was no mistake of hers bringing him out the way she did. And then for him to announce like that and not only in front of all those people, but then to jump on Twitter. I can't remember if he did it before or after the performance, but to also announce it there too. Uh, yeah, I think it was. I think it was after the performance. He just followed yeah, up yeah. what he said on stage with the Twitter right. announcement, so right. everybody understands that this wasn't fake. This right. this was real, and right. this is what it is. Right. Hats off to him. I mean, even though you know he's not, you know, 
one of my favorite artists by a long shot. But hey, hats off to him, man. I got much respect for somebody that's got the courage to do that. I mean, I, I challenge anyone listening to this podcast to jump on Twitter right now and announce something that's deeply personal and intimate to you, to the world, and then sit back and, and wait for them to respond to you in kind. You know, the world is, is not a... The world, you know, is, people can be evil, man. People can be can be mean as shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and for them to make comments to him without having all the information, you know, and without needing the information, why, you know, why would anyone even even have it in them, you know, to 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 degrade this young man? You know what I mean? For for being true to himself, isn't that what hip hop is at the end of the day? Isn't that isn't that the message of hip hop? Being true to yourself, right? Being you know being able true. to express. True being able to express you know who you are and, and where you come from now when we talk about the rules of hip-hop i believe that was episode one john you know what I'm yep. saying? authenticity being authentic about yeah. who you are yeah express yourself man you know who are you where do you come from and then and then punk go us. from there yeah yeah, yeah. Right. you know what i mean so like i said much respect to him man much respect to little now um yeah i just my biggest thing for wanting to do this topic and to have this discussion is because there are too many people, in my opinion, who are out there self-harming because yeah. they're afraid to be themselves. Mm-hmm. And here are a couple examples of people who are in a ultra-bright limelight in the in one of the most masculine industries that are that's out there. You know what I mean? So if these individuals can have the courage to just say, you know what, this is this is who I am, and stand on that then I hope that can give the next person the courage. And it don't have to be about your sexuality. It could be about whatever is deeply personal to you that you want to stand up about. But have that courage to do so without it being something like you have to hide it, you have to, you know what I mean, you have to cope and, you know, turn to drugs, alcohol, and like I said, self-harming and things of that nature because you can't cope with the fact of who you truly are or you feel so isolated and so alone that you don't have anybody to talk to, whether it's a peer, whether it's a, you know, a religious leader or, or a family member or a friend or something like that. But you got to be able to confide in somebody to talk to someone so you can feel, you know, like you matter. You know, one of the things that Frank Ocean said after he came out, he said that was the first time after he came out that he felt like a free man, like he didn't feel restricted. Yeah. You know, that he can really just walk around and be who he is without the, is somebody watching me? Did I not hold my drink right? Did I, did I let the cat out the bag by the way I said that word? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Did I, somebody, you know, and that's not a comfortable way for anybody to live regarding anything. And okay. so for me, the bigger message, like we always talk about, one of my favorite artists being Jay-Z, the triple entendre. So the message and the message and the message in this podcast is be strong in who you are. Understand who you are and be strong in that and go for it. No doubt, man. I think if you have anything to say to someone who's who's got the courage, you know, or the England to 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 be true to themselves, regardless of what it is that you are, homosexual or, or or not, you know what I mean. If you got the you know the courage to do that and the voice to do that to be true to yourself, and then you have others that that come and throw shade on you and you know what I mean, try to strike you down for doing so, you know that says more about you than it does about what this man over here is trying to do or this woman over here is trying to do with themselves. 
You know what I'm saying? This right. person over here is right. over here trying to, you know what I mean? Trying to trying to rise up. You know what I mean? And trying to try to be true to themselves. And again, following, you know, these so-called rules and definitions of hip hop. You know what I mean? Um, so that all being said, John, I mean, we 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 we've covered the ethical and and moral ground with regard to this. Um, but we both know that that's not the way the world works sometimes. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. No doubt. So my question now to you is, what now? You know what I'm saying? Now that we've, you know, let the toothpaste out of the tube, you know what I'm saying? Now what? Where do we go well, from I think, with this? Well, I think right now what it needs to be, and I think it's, you know, I, it's just my opinion, mm-hmm. right? But I would hope that this isn't, you know, a conversation that we got to keep having. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, we're talking about art, and I only judge the art. You know, can I can I separate O.J. Simpson from the crimes that he was accused of? Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> One of the best running backs ever to play in the NFL. You know, so irrespective of whatever you may think, that will stand because he proved that. So with respect to lyrics in, in hip-hop, you know, the, the question is, do homosexuals belong in hip-hop? And I think the answer is very resounding yes, because they're representative of where the culture is, and they're waxing poetically about their life. You know, so you look at a, at a young Ma, you look at a little Nas X, you look at a Frank Ocean, is their music, is their art negatively impacted by their sexual preference? It's a resounding no. It's a resounding no. So now just look at their contribution to the art and judge that, because that's all you can judge them on, because that's what they're putting out there for you to judge them on, not their sexuality. No doubt. No doubt. So with that being said, though, I mean, there are a lot of, you know, people who would say the opposite. Well, you know, and I would have to just... Yeah, I'm not sorry to interrupt you, but I'm just saying, like, where are they coming from with that, though? So not to discount, you know, their opinions because they matter also. You see what I'm saying? Like, um, in order to have a real discussion, you got to hear from both sides, right? So, you know, I guess in playing the role of a detractor, you know what I'm saying? If someone were to have an issue with Lil Nas or, or Young Ma or Frank Ocean or, you know, whoever, you know what I'm saying? Like... What, what leg do they have to stand on? Like, what from from where are they coming from with these, with that, with that angle? You feel me? Like, where's that coming from? Are, are they are they are they are they looking at, at like, a, like a little Nas as somebody that's not representative of the culture, as somebody who who doesn't necessarily have a lane? Because clearly he does. I mean, you go to any club in any city in the United States, you're gonna see that you know homosexuals have been in those clubs. You know since the club opened that night and they'll be there when the club closes you feel me? So, <laughs> they might even own the club they might even own the club and I go back to what I said before your favorite rapper might be gay he, just, he, he or she just didn't say anything yet about it you know right I mean? right and I mean there's been a lot of articles written on this this isn't you know new territory by Scott and I we're not you know nah, unearthing yeah. we're, we're not unearthing any anything new I mean es- Esquire did a uh, really really good piece on it back in um, June of uh, 2016 and I read that piece in preparing for this and it just really just talked about you know how you look at different artists who are coming to grips with it even more talked about Jay-Z talked about his mom coming out you know even though she all of her life you know what I mean presented herself one way 
even had children. And now she's come out and he talked about how great that was for her and how he sat back and watched her have her quote unquote rebirth. Yeah. You know what I mean? So she can live free. And again, it's just all a matter of where you jump in with respect to another person's lifestyle, Mm -hmm. whether you agree with it or not. Whether you agree with it or not, as long as it's not impacting you, it has nothing to do with you. Right. And much respect to Jay. I mean, he's coming from, again, he's coming from a place of maturity. You know what I mean? Jay's, I guess, at a point in his life where, you know what I mean, he can have those, you know, he's able to, I shouldn't say can have, he's able to have those type of, of feelings about about the situation. But what do you say to the to the youngins? You know what I mean? The the 15, the, the 21 crowd who's going to come out and, you know, I mean, just, just go to Nas's, I mean, Lil Nas X's, go to his Twitter page. And just look at the, the the top five or six comments to any one of his posts, and you'll see them. There it is. You know what I mean? Right. I'm talking about the kids that's out there just completely berating this young man. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And I'm gotcha. sure they're, I'm sure you know they're in Young Ma's mentions. And um, you know, um, what do we say to those? What, 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 you know, what do we say to to them to get them to a place of of of, of acceptance of social maturity? I think at the end of the day, it's it all centers around like we talked about with reparations. It all centers around education, you know, and I think through education, people understand more things. I was watching um, one of my favorite people. I always enjoy her interviews is Jane Elliott, and she talks about race and things of that nature. And one of her quotes that she said today on something that I was checking out of hers was that, you know, people always want to judge things that they know nothing about. And then they want to turn around once they figure out or once it personally impacts them, then all of a sudden they have this big epiphany. You know, like, oh, that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you look at like Nancy Reagan, you know, her and Ronald Reagan, they were totally against funding any research or providing any money towards fighting the AIDS epidemic. Until what? <laughs> Their own daughter came out as being a lesbian. Now it's, oh, Look at this over here. You know, the lights have just been turned on. And that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate because what that says to me is that, look, your plight, your issue is not important. It's not important because it's not important to me. Because it's not important to me, your shit is not important. And then, ooh, all of a sudden, it is important now. Why? Because now it is important to me. So now, now, now what you're going to do is important. And I'm not saying that, you know, we're all immune to growth. You know, I applaud any type of growth, how, how how small or how large it is. We all we all need that in our lives, man. But you know, um, I don't know. I think I, I think I got a problem with it. Well, I have a big problem with it um, because at the end of the day, it's their personal preference. You know, one of the things, Big Freed. Everybody knows who Big Freed is, right? And she talked about, or he talked about, one of the things with respect to how labels, because there are a lot of, or there are, you know, some specifically homosexual labels that are out there, and how these artists can become pigeonholed. And that's where I jump in. That's where I'll start judging, because we're talking about the art. And if all you're going to talk about, like there are some hip hop artists that I can't listen to past their freshman album, because their lyrics never matured. So if all you're going to always talk about is your sexuality, then I have no use for your hip hop. You know what I mean? And I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of people look at whenever they're looking at any artist, in my opinion, is what is your subject matter and how is your subject matter 
evolving as you evolve. You know what I mean? You can't just sit there and just always talk about the same thing over and over again because then you start sounding like Charlie Brown's teacher. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And I think that's where these youngins are kind of getting misguided, if you will, who are jumping on these people's, you know, pages and being, you know, disrespectful and things of that nature. Because they're looking at it just through one lens without looking at it through a mature lens to understand that what that person does with his or her personal life doesn't impact you. I agree. So So just judge the music. Now, if the music sucks, the music sucks. I'll give you a prime example. Michael Sams, homosexual, you know, NFL, just that's, you know, long and short of it, right? Mm-hmm. He sucked as a football player. Yeah. Yes, I said it. He sucked as a football player, and he would not have been drafted if he did not come out as homosexual. Now, that I have, you know, I have an issue with that because you shouldn't try to use what you feel as though is a lightning bolt topic to force a person to give you something. You're playing in a sport, so you're being evaluated on whether you can play or not. They're not evaluating you on your personal life. Interesting. You know what I mean? Because at the yeah. end of the day, if, in my opinion, if Michael Sands were never came out as homosexual, he had never been drafted. First of all, he was drafted, I think, almost last by uh, Jeff Fisher when he was up there with the Rams. Yeah. And he didn't even make it out of training camp. He was terrible. I mean, he was horrible. But leading up to the draft, what was everyone talking about? It's, it's, and that's what I think I have respect for those people like the Frank Oceans, like the little Nas X. I mean, even the young Ma, you can look at her and tell she's a lesbian because the way she presents herself. Mm-hmm. But she didn't, in my opinion, come out there and be like, yeah, this, that, and the other. And, you know, boom. it was she, she let her lyrics talk. You can figure out the sexuality on your own. Yeah, it wasn't. I want to let my lyrics talk. It wasn't her. It wasn't her pull into you. It wasn't her. Oh, look at me. I'm gay. So listen to my hip hop. And if you don't listen to my hip hop, you're homophobic. I think that's where both sides, whether you're supporting and or you're against, I think that's where the conversation kind of gets lost. It gets lost in that. To use a Nas term, it gets lost in that ether. You know, because at the end of the day, nobody ever wants to budge off of their point, especially in this social media type climate that we live in right now, which is a freaking, it is the dumbest thing in the world. How can you have a conversation with somebody if you don't listen? Right. You know, and how can you learn if you don't open up yourself to receive new information? If you're just going to, you know, another, my grandfather, I spent a lot of time with my grandfather. One of the things he used to always say is, I'm green and growing, not brown and rotten. Every day I want to learn something new. Every day I want to put something new into my brain so it can keep, because it's a muscle. I got to keep exercising it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't speak into an echo chamber. I don't speak in, I don't speak around everybody who agrees with me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a boring ass conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like <laughs> my wife likes to make <laughs> turkey burgers and things of that nature. And I tell you, I don't like the turkey burgers that much because when I bite into them, they ain't got no fight back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no, there's nothing there. They're good you know? for you. So though. the same thing, yeah, it's great for you. And, when I, and I still eat it because my wife cooks it and I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and she's a great cook. She's a wonderful woman. Um, but 
my point being is you you got to have that give and take in a conversation in order for a person to learn you know what i mean and if you're not doing that and if you're not open to that then you're not trying to learn you're just trying to speak into an echo chamber which i think is an example of our current administration and i think that's an example of these people who want to jump in to somebody's you know twitter feed or whatever and talk about their sexuality he ain't yeah. screwing you so why are you worried about it well yeah they're not coming from a place of understanding you know what i mean they're coming from you know a place that this that this new climate has created and that's you know clout chasing you know jumping in little nas is, you know jumping in his mentions trying to get replies and retweets and all that nonsense you right know what I'm saying? all cap but, all cap yeah but let me ask you this man so i see a trend bubbling right i definitely see a trend bubbling i don't know if you know like, like i said before you know what i mean if there are you know hip-hop artists that you know that we listen to you know that are, are among our favorites i don't know if you know if that's not part of who they are or if that's not part of the image that they present right now i'm not sure if they'll come out but do you think Lil nas you think or you know and, and young ma you know do you think that they'll um you know encourage others to come out and be truthful to who they are you think this will be this will be something that's going to snowball or you think it's just going to just kind of die out right here well i i honestly believe that everything has an evolutionary momentum of its own once it gets started and mm -hmm. i believe that you're going to see more homosexuals in hip-hop and you know you're probably going to see some transgenders transsexuals and everything such as that because that's that's what's in our culture that's what's out there and let's just remember hip-hop is just not a black thing hip-hop is a global thing Universal. so you go over to you know you go over to afghanistan you have people who are you know afghanis rapping Mm -hmm. You go to Ireland, you know, I mean, you can go anywhere on this globe. So if that's the case, if we can have different nationalities in hip hop, we have different sexualities in hip hop because that's what's out there. Now, again, for me, I'm not going to sit there and listen to some to any artist. I don't care what their situation is, what their sexual preference is. I'm not going to listen to any artist who talks about the same thing over and over and over again. And I'm not going to listen to any artist who talks about a subject matter that I'm not interested in. Mm -hmm. So that's just for me. Now, there are other people out there who, you know, to each their own. But that's where I jump in with it. You know what I'm saying? Man, you know, I agree with that 100 percent. You know what I mean? I'm all about substance, too. I'm all about substance, too. But, you know, I'm expecting I'm expecting the detractors to this episode. I'm expecting the comments, you know what I'm saying, to to. Uh, you know, to, to show kind of the other side, and that's fine too. You know what I mean? That's that's what conversation, that's a healthy conversation is all about. You know, it's it's if we did shows every week that everybody agreed with and everybody was you know hunky dory about the topic, it'd be boring. You know what I mean? You and I disagree about a lot of things, also. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I'm very interested to, to see what the what the response is going to be. You know, to this. You know, especially you know as people digest what it is we're talking about. Um, um, and I just want to say this. I want to put this out there right now because I will delete comments. I will delete comments. Don't listen. Don't try to cherry pick philosophies. You know, um, don't try to cherry pick religions. Don't try to cherry pick that stuff and put it in the comments like this is the reason why you can't and so on and so forth. Because in every single holy book, it says thou shall not judge. 
all right? It's not for you to make that determination about another person's lifestyle. It's not for you, all right? Now, me, I'm a Christian. I, I follow God. So I believe that it's not for me to judge somebody else. That's, that's where I jump in at, which is why I can sit there and say, not my preference, but do you. Because you because every <laughs> people want to cherry pick, you know, not to get too religious, but people want to cherry pick stuff. You know what I mean? It's kind of like everybody's speeding, but that person, get that person. You know what I mean? I'm speeding too, but that person is bad for speeding. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. You cannot have it both ways. I say, like, I mean, I, my response would be this, you know what I mean? And I don't see how you could formulate possibly an argument to this, but in every other artistic discipline, in every other expression of art, there's homosexuality. You know what I mean? And that expression of art is indicative of, you know, whatever spiritual connection that artist has with his, with his art. You see what I'm saying? And I don't see why hip-hop would be exclusive of that. You know what I'm saying? Or, right. you know... Um, they're homosexuals in R&B. It's homosexuals in country. It's homosexuals in rock. So why not hip hop? I don't like labels. Like I feel like that's kind of what you know separates us from quote unquote you know the world or the straight people, whatever you want to call it. Because it's like we don't want to be we don't want to be separated. We don't want to be you know what I mean treated different. But we still label ourselves. So it's like. Okay, we come together and we don't want people to be like, oh, you were thinking all it, but we still label ourselves in a community. And um, I get it and I understand it, but I just feel like as people, like we should all be people and just be accepted. Like, I don't look at you to be like, oh, this is my, my gay friend. Like, it shouldn't even be that. It should just be you, my friend. Whatever you prefer, that's what you prefer. Man, woman, it don't matter. But you my friend. Why you gotta be my gay?